Hey mamas, you're listening to the Whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome to Teaching Tuesday at the Whole Mama. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great week and getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. It sure is feeling like spring here in Nashville, and I am loving it. <laughs> um, so this is episode number 37, and I know a lot of parents have a lot of questions about this topic. Like, what is a phoneme? What is phonemic awareness? Is it important? What is phonics then, and what's the difference? You know, how can I help my child read these words they're bringing home? What's the best way to teach them? How can I help them get ready for reading? And, um, you know, how do I know if my child's behind or or not quite ready? I need to kind of get them going. So we're going to talk about all of those things in this still very short segment as my Teaching Tuesdays usually are. But first I wanted to tell you um, some really interesting, I always try to include some research and statistics. And so, especially with reading because it's so close to my heart. So I wanted to share this first with you. Um, and, and I also had to tell you as well what I'm drinking naturally. So I am drinking uh, water right now, but today, um, was a hot mess for me and, uh, my kiddos. And so I did enjoy, um, a glass of Irish whiskey with my husband, um, as we were making some St. Patrick's Day cookies because, um, my kiddos were out of control today and which is, I mean, it's not just today, it's often, you know, I have two boys, so I feel like it's a circus. And then, um, I tripped and stumbled on our deck. Um, again, this is not the first time I've done this, so I don't know what's happening with me. Um, this is probably the third time I've done that. Uh, luckily I didn't get as hurt this time. There was one time I really banged up my knees pretty bad. So I need to work on walking. And then um, what else happened? I was driving home. My kids were screaming and the car in front of me hit a squirrel and I was like devastated. So it was just, it was a lot today. And then my little guy, my two-year-old didn't nap yet. Like, I mean, I could go on and on. So it was definitely a whiskey kind of day. 
Um, so, and, and naturally Irish whiskey because St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. So that was my day and I did enjoy a cocktail on a Tuesday. Um, now I'm hydrating. Uh, so anyway, I hope that, uh, you are enjoying, uh, something delicious while we're chatting today about, um, just phonological awareness and, and, uh, and, you know, phonemic awareness and phonics. We're going to talk about all that. But first I wanted to mention this, that, um, and I'll put all my, of course, my resources here and research in the show notes, but, um, there's lots of research that's, that's talked about phonemic awareness and letter knowledge, um, as the best two predictors of how well a child will learn to read during the first two years of school. And that's from the national reading panel. And children who develop strong phonemic awareness skills at an early age are more likely to become fluent readers and better spellers than children who do not. So as you've heard me talk about um, my blogs and social media and my podcast is that proactively setting that foundation for your children will set them up for success in their reading, especially in terms of phonological awareness and their phonics skills. Um, there, another piece of research I found is that in studies, studies examining the amount of instructional time devoted to phonemic awareness, um, and this is kind of going on in schools, but you can also apply this in your home. Um, they found that the greatest gains were achieved with, um, between five to 18 hours of instruction. So the recommendation from the NRP is to ensure that 14 to 18 hours of phonemic awareness teaching is provided to young children. And this means approximately 15 minutes per day for a semester of kindergarten and be devoted to phonemic awareness instruction. Um, and then it says it should be noted that this is a guideline. Some children will require less instruction while others may require more. So it's very important, especially pre-K, kinder, and even before that, that you are, again, planting those little seeds and preparing them for reading. So let's talk real quick about the difference between these three, word, these three words, because I know that it's, it's confusing, and if you're not in teaching, you're like, what in the world are we talking about? So let's talk about phonological awareness first. And so phonological awareness is the overall, um, you know, understanding and central idea of being able to recognize and manipulate the spoken parts of sentences and words. Okay. So some of those examples would be being able to identify and, um, and utilize words that rhyme, um, to understand what alliteration is, um, segmenting a sentence into words, being able to identify syllables, blending, um, segmenting different parts of words. And then the last of that, um, is like the most advanced, the mo the, you know, the uh, really the most critical, and that is phonemic awareness and phonemic awareness is the ability to, you know, identify, um, and manipulate, um, the phonemes and spoken words and a phoneme are the individual sounds in our language. Okay. So being able to not only identify those, okay, but also being able to blend them, you know, to delete them, to substitute them, to segment words into sounds, uh, and just playing with sounds only orally though, spoken. Okay. 
Um, so I hope that makes sense that it's really the spoken language and manipulating sounds that we're talking about in terms of phonological awareness. And this is critically important in the earliest stages of reading development. So preschool, kindergarten, and and first grade, as kiddos are starting to really begin to get into um, reading instruction. And so, um, when I was, you know, trying to find just some different pieces of, you know, research and and um, the information that I'm putting in my show notes, it says that explicit teaching of phonological awareness in these early years can eliminate future reading problems for so many students. So it's really important that we get that foundation set. It says also, however, struggling decoders of any age can work on phonological awareness, especially if you see start to see issues with being able to identify those phonemes or being able to blend them together. And I'm going to talk about some activities in a moment. So you can kind of see where your child is by asking them to do some of these activities. And if they can't, then you know where to start. Um, so again, we've talked about the, you know, the phonological awareness. Okay. Just to re, <laughs> I want to make sure we understand phonological awareness is the, like they, they say the global awareness, um, you know, of spoken language, right? And then phonemic awareness is being able to, um, manipulate those phonemes, those sounds. Okay. Um, so we got those two things. The third one that, you know, is, um, can be confusing <laughs> is what phonics is. And so phonics is the ability to make that connection of those phonemes, but in written print. Okay. So that's when you're starting to really being able to identify, um, letters and sounds in written, in written print. Okay. So I hope that all makes sense. <laughs> Um, so phonological awareness refers to oral language and phonics refers to print. Both of these skills are very important and tend to interact as children are, you know, um, going through the reading development, um, but they are very different. And, um, so you can actually can have children who are really doing really well in one and then really struggling in the other. Okay. Um, so we have phonemic awareness is again, like, um, you know, being able to manipulate sounds and language orally, and then phonics is being able to make that connection to written print. Um, so how in the world then can we help our kiddos (laughs) getting this, uh, getting this down, right? So let's first talk about, um, we're going to talk about phonemic awareness activities and then phonics activities. So phonemic awareness, a lot of the time I can do these things with my kiddos while we're driving in the car. That's the perfect time because you are generally probably talking or listening to music. You can pop in CDs or I'm old school CDs or put a playlist on that has um, nursery rhymes and songs that include playful songs and playing with that language. Um, you can play, you know, rhyming games and, um, and just kind of talk about words that rhyme. It doesn't have to be anything formal, right? So um, being able to sing nursery rhymes and manipulate and play songs that rhyme um, and those kind of things. Um, Using physical responses like clapping and tapping to, you know, demonstrate patterns that you might see. Um, Separating words into separate sounds, okay? 
um, participating in wordplay where, you know, you might ask your child to change the beginning sound or the middle sound or the ending sound or asking them to blend those sounds together to make a word or finding different sound patterns like, hey, this, you know, this sound, this word has the same pattern as this, as this word um, or decoding big words, um, you know, by, by decoding those smaller words first or finding some word parts within them. So that's all just kind of building that foundation of listening, being able to listen and have that listening awareness, rhyming awareness, um, parts of words and syllable awareness, and then, you know, even word families. So that's all just by listening, phonemic awareness. Um, and again, a lot of that you can do right, you know, in, in the car, at the dinner table, um, you, you know, you just can kind of just do it it's a lot easier because you don't have to have as many manipulatives. Now, phonics is going to be a little bit different because you can use manipulatives. So lots of teachers will introduce different phonics skills with anchor charts. Um, so like let's say that they're learning a blend sound or a digraph. A digraph is um, sounds like, um, hopefully this sounds okay on my episode. So you might, if you can understand, um, like the sh sound or the ch sound or the th the TH sound, um, you know, you could have fun anchor charts. Um, and even if you can't do that, but just being able to um, have a spot where they can look and see like, okay, those two letters make that sound or make that blend. Um, I'm a huge advocate for having a sound wall um, for your kiddo so that they can have something as always as a reference, like, oh my gosh, what, what, is, what does EE say or what does EA say? And having that summer for them, whether it's up on a wall or in a, um, you know, in a binder or something like that, um, being able to use that not only with their reading, but I'm a huge advocate for using it with their writing as well, um, because there are a lot of sounds in the English language, and many, you know, um, when we think of a, a word may have that sound, sometimes it breaks the rule. So just having a reference um, is a great way to continue to build that knowledge. Um, you've probably seen maybe like a, a, it's called a clip wheel, where you have a wheel of different digraph sounds. You can play games with that and use a paper. Um, sorry, clothespin, and clip the correct sound that you're hearing. Um, I'm a huge advocate for magnetic letters uh, with, if you even are on the go, you can put them on a little cookie sheet. Um, and always, you know, if you're having them manipulate different um, words with le- with magnetic letters to keep that vertically. Um, there's research, as I, when I was teaching, we talked about research shows that children retain more information, especially with building words, if, if whatever they're using to look at it is held vertically instead of flat down on the table. Um, you can get fly swatters and play slap the letter, have little pocket charts in one area, you know, of your, um, of your house to manip- you know, you can use index cards or cut apart sentence strips and, and build words that way. Um, and just using different manipulatives to make and move around words that they can visually see because now we're talking about print. Um, having different chants to help them remember phonics, um, you know, patterns, and of course playing, you know, playing games. So, um, gosh, I could go on and on. And so we'll probably have more episodes um, about this topic because it's a lot of information and there are so many different ways to approach it. But I hope that under, helps you understand a little bit 
about what phonological awareness is, phonemic awareness, and phonics are because they are different from each other, but all are you know critically important to setting that foundation for reading for your children. So I hope that little tidbit helps right now. I'll put all this information in the show notes for you. And um, I would love feedback. If you want to send me a DM on social media or an uh, email at Jenna at IamTheWholeMama.com. And um, I would, you know, love some feedback. If you'd like some more information about this, I can definitely do, you know, many other episodes. I could do just one on phonics. But just wanted to give you a little bit of taste at this and hopefully to clear up some of that confusion, especially as we're right now in the middle of Reading Awareness Month. So I hope you all are doing well in reading with your children at least 20 minutes a day. And I hope you'll join me this Thursday as I chat with my dear friend and sister-in-law, Meg. And um, she is an editor and avid book lover. And we're going to talk all about motherhood, incorporating literacy in our home, and um, just finding the right book to read for ourselves. So stay stay tuned. If you're not on my Facebook group yet, uh, The Whole Mamas, um, we have a lot of fun. We're up to 400 members. I would love for you to join us. And I will see you on Thursday. Thank you for joining me today and have a great night. Hey, Mama. Thank you for joining me at the barn today for the whole Mama podcast. I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself, read daily with your children, and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoy this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at IamTheWholeMama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.